0: Okay, welcome to Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World with Wayne Goldsmith. Yeah, a little bit later than usual, but uh, we always want to get him in on a Wednesday. Wayne Goldsmith, our coaching guru and uh, aficionado on all things Australian sport. WGCoaching.com is his website. And Wayne is coming to New Zealand in late July and is presenting a seminar in Wellington on Friday the 26th. More details on that to come. But he joins us now from his home on the lovely Gold Coast, of Australia. Good morning, Wayne.
1: Mate, we're used to being late right here in Queensland. We always say that uh, compared to where you are, we're two hours and 25 years behind.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's a lovely place to spend some time, as all Kiwis who have been there will attest. Um, let's talk a, a couple of issues. I was very interested to see uh, AFL in the headlines over the past week or so, um, both on and off the field. Did I see that a security guard at an AFL game between North Melbourne and the Greater Western City Giants at Bell even Hobart actually went on to the field, a security guard to try and break up a fight between two
1: players. And what a fascinating situation that is. And the violence generally on the field is, has, has always had a strange dance about what is within the rules of the game and what is under common law and what citizens expect around safety and security and well-being. And obviously, this guy's had a look, and with his training as a security professional, he's looked and thought, well, hang on, maybe this is something I need to get involved in. And it was led then to the on-field official yelling back and saying, oh, I've got this under control. Yeah, no, fascinating, because there, we've had some instances in all the football codes over the years where there's been extreme violence and broken jaws and broken bones and incidents of off-field violence where it's ended up in the courts and it's ended up as a, a straight uh, issue of assault. And maybe I would assume that he stepped up and seen what he would interpret as being a, a common assault and decided with his training, the best thing to do was to get involved. It's a, it's a, it's a dicey one, isn't it?
0: Yeah. How's it been greeted by, by those who have had the chance to comment on it? I... I would imagine that there'd be a lot of people who say, hey, well, actually, he should be leaving what happens on the field to the on-field officials. Has that been the general tenor of what people have been saying?
1: Yeah, it's been the source of a lot of talk back I've heard in the last few days and a lot of online discussion. And that's been the division. It's been one, it's on the field. It's part of the game. The game officials are trained to deal with it. It should be left to them. And the other side, and it'd be fair to say that I heard a discussion about this at ABC yesterday, here where uh, people who are, it would be fair to say, outside the sport industry, said, "Well, no, it's time that sport looked at itself, not in isolation, or being outside of the rules of assault or the or other rules that the society and the community expect to actually being seeing themselves as part of that and maintaining." the standards that people will expect at nightclubs, walking down the street, in any other situation. So that, it's been fairly hot. Obviously, mate, the old heads, the guys that have been around the game for a while, you get the guys, they are, oh, it's all part of the game. And when we grew up, it was all part of what we did. And then you've got this other uh, thinking that's just come along and said, well, no, no, it doesn't matter what part of society you're in, even if you're on a football field, that there's bigger issues about assault. And not only to mention that, there's always issues around role models. What do we want kids thinking of the game? What do we want families experiencing when they go to the game? And it's certainly not violence. Is
0: Aussie rules football a particularly violent sport in that way? Do you, I mean, we probably don't watch enough of it over here to know. Are there, are there fights in most games between players? A bit of push and shove, sure. But are there actual fights between players regularly?
1: Not really. It's it, it's it's a strange thing. I'm working across major. What I've seen over the years, and I think part of it is societal expectations. Part of it is um, players being more professional. The standard of officiating, education about uh, behaviour, and and just straight fact, no one wants to create commit an offence that would lead to a send off or disadvantage in your team. I think all the football codes are a lot cleaner, uh, generally. There's, there's certainly a lot more niggle. And what you do in AFL, and, and the, the unique nature of AFL is that it's a, generally played on very, very big grounds. You've got 18 on 18. And they talk constantly about matchups. And that means that instead of me thinking about who's on the outside or in the inside of me, as I might do in rugby or rugby league, I'm thinking about beating my man, my girl, my player, I'm constantly thinking about beating my opponent. And when they select their teams, having been in some AFL selection rooms, it's very much, can I select this player to beat, to overcome, to dominate, to be superior to that player? And they constantly talk about matchups. And the nature of it is very niggly and push and shove and elbows and shoulders and, and little things. But even in that environment, actual breakouts of fights are remarkably low, certainly in AFL. Level and I, I think even NRL, Super Rugby, I, I don't know what the stats are exactly, but I, I would be surprised if the incidents of actually breakout fights are as common as it was maybe five or ten years ago. Having said that, I went to the Warriors-Titans game the other night. There was a little bit of a push and shove, with, which led to a, a little bit of an all-in, but I think that's been largely reduced in the game.
0: Just staying with AFL, I see there's also been a, uh, a crackdown on security or a perceived crackdown on security in the crowds this season, Wayne, and, and I saw a lot of online stuff with spectators almost feeling intimidated, frightened by the, the presence of, uh, of security officers sort of walking up and down the aisles during a game and, and, and sort of thinking that they couldn't over-celebrate for fear of it being misconstrued as some sort of violent act. Has that been talked about a bit?
1: It is, it is a little bit, but you take a breath and, you know, one of our most common topics that you and I tend to touch on is this changing nature of, of world sport. Now, the data that I've seen from the AFL, having been to a couple of briefings by a couple of their executive team recently, the number of kids who are playing AFL has dropped, and you and I have talked about that a lot. But the number of kids who are going to games, to live games has dropped significantly as well, as is the number of kids, and let's say kids defined as 16 and down, the number of kids who are watching whole games on television has dropped significantly. I think everyone's got this perception that AFL gets it all right, and they do a lot of things very, very well because of money and resources and media exposure and a bunch of stuff. But in the bigger picture, they're experiencing the same downturn in live audiences, television audiences, and a number of kids playing the game. Now, what they've done is gone to their clients, so the families, the kids, the people who are paying the bills, and said, what can we do to make the experience of AFL as a player, as a spectator, better for you? And one of the suggestions has been that families want to feel safe. Families want to feel that they can go to a game and not have to deal with any violence or negative behaviour. So then as a consequence in response, the AFL has increased security. So there's, mate, there's always a reason, and I, I might be getting old and cynical, but I always look at three or four things. Money, power are the first of the, the two at the top of my list. The reason that they need to make the games safe and have people and families particularly particular feel safe at the games is they need to get more people coming to games because it's a money issue and then that becomes an issue for purchase of tickets, merchandise, television audiences, and so on. So there's always a money and a power issue somewhere. Human behaviour is notoriously consistent around the world, my friend. They they must
0: though feel that uh because there'll be collateral damage. There'll be those who are the uh, very vociferous uh fans who believe, you oh, know, coming word, along to, coming <laughs> coming along to the footy and, and hurling abuse at the opposition and, and maybe even the opposition fans is just part of the whole experience. They must they must there must be a, a danger of alienating that sort of fan and and turning your um turning your AFL ground into a bit of a well, not a morgue exactly, but certainly a, a much quieter place. Would that remove some of that atmosphere which is so
1: integral to sport? Well, that's a wonderful comment, Piney. That, that's, that's, there's, because of the society that we're in, that, that the nature of, of and, and very rightly so, that the sensitivity of the public, the sensitivity of society to issues of race, to uh, homophobia to negativity around skin colour, to, to, to any negativity around what we perceive as difference. The sensitivity demands that sports are far more uh, responsible and are far more uh, on the front foot in taking care of or being seen to, to be showing uh, leadership in ensuring that, that, that what culture, our society and what culture expects around those types of issues is maintained. And I think some of it, and, and I, I believe that this is very much the case, is not just on physical violence, but it's on verbal violence. So, you know, where's the limit between, you know, come on the pies to then starting to be negative around issues other than playing. So yelling out to a player something along the lines of, you know, you're a hopeless player, a no good player. Well, OK, well, we get that everywhere we go. Where I believe that security is being briefed is more and more is around anything to do with race, anything to do with negativity around you know, lifestyle, anything to do with that's going to bring not just the game into disrespect, but anything that doesn't meet cultural and societal standards.